The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. show giving you the truth about personal finance this is financial coaching radio and i'm your host jason qualls certified financial planner one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in rutherford county for all about me check out jason qualls cfp.com that's j-a-s-o-n-q-u-a-l-l-s cfp.com people jump in click email the show at financial coaching We've been hearing it for quite a while. Hearing it, more reading it. I don't know if you hear it. I, they may talk about it on financial news. I don't watch enough of it to know, unless I want to know something specific. I don't really care about listening to the pundits because they're not going to tell us the truth on financial news anyway. Uh, they're going to give us their opinion and their tactics and observations to try to manipulate. Um, the market. If they had any inside information or information that was going to benefit them, they certainly certainly would not be sharing it uh, to the masses. But over the last few years, I've been hearing about the 60-40 portfolio. What is a 60-40 portfolio? Well, it is high-level asset allocation. just means that 60% of your allocation is in equities or stocks, 40% in bonds. Uh, now whether you have 10% cash, 5% cash, uh, of the 40, would it, in that example I just gave you, of 10% cash would actually be 60, 30, 10. But regardless of the cash allocation, it gets put in there with the bond part, at least how I describe it. So it's just 60-40, stock to bond. 70-30, you know, stock to bond. 80-20, 80% stock, 20% bond. And for a long time, uh, retirees have you know been really close their strategies to 60% stock, 40% bonds. Is it a cookie-cutter model? I don't use it that way. Uh, I do retirement distribution planning. Probably a little bit different than most. So many advisors rely on uh, you know, some type of software, uh, some type of planning software to tell you how much you should be saving and what your investment strategy should be. They don't really take into account common sense. I equate, equate it to this. If you're a baseball fan, you know, today in baseball, Major League Baseball, even at the lower levels too, uh, certainly college, but, but more prevalent in the professional baseball world. They use analytics. They have entered in every statistic known to man about every player, past, present, and future, as far as I know. And they can tell you what strategies as far as uh, what to, when to call a bunt, when to call a steal, when to change pitchers, all this stuff. You know, when to... to to take pitches with with three ball, whatever, whatever the scenario, baseball has an answer uh, based on their computer systems. That's called analytics. 
But the greatest coaches, or the greatest managers, I'm, I'm sure NFL does this too, every sport, but baseball is really, really nutty about it. But the greatest managers use the analytics, but they don't stick with them all of the time. There are common sense scenarios where they say, oh, let's deviate from what the computer says based on this particular unique situation. Uh, sometimes it works, and for the great managers it seems to work far often than not. And those who uh, stick with strictly analytics, not that they won't have a better longer term result, result uh, in the one-off playoff game or World Series, it's not always the case. So that's how I approach investment strategies. Is that yes, I use all of the tools available, but we also get really down into the weeds of what someone's trying to accomplish with regards to their retirement planning goals to determine an investment strategy. But a lot of people, my clients included, have allocation strategies very, very close to 60% stock, 40% bond. So for a long time, People have been saying, oh, the 60-40 is dead. Now, this all came really came to a head in 2022 um, when the broad stock market was down about 19%. Bonds were down about 13%. And the 60-40 mix uh, suffered its worst performance since 2008. And this is really because it's nothing to do with the stock market. Because that's, that's a bad comparison, right? The U.S. stocks were down, let's call it 20%. In, in 2022. If we're comparing that to 2008, they were down nearly 40%. The real kicker for 2022 was the return on fixed income, the return on bonds, because of rising inflation and rising interest rates. That is what had the largest impact on bond uh, performance. So if we were to say, well, what if we didn't have a rising interest rate environment in 2022, but yet U.S. stocks were still down. We wouldn't even blink an eye of the 60 or in a, 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 a diversified portfolio. We wouldn't even blink an eye at the returns because we would have been saying, oh man, diversification really paid off like it always has. Well, always would be probably a term that doesn't really apply, but it's most of the time paid off. But since bonds had the worst year in the history of bond investing, people started harping, oh, it doesn't work. But that's using hindsight, right? We could always say, well, if I wouldn't have owned those bonds, I'd only be down X. Or if I would have owned this or would have bought that, you can't do that. we got to pick a strategy that's best for you and roll with it. But the naysayers out there saying the 60-40, 60-40, portfolio is dead and it turns out they were wrong <laughs> they're coming from Morningstar they compared a 60-40 portfolio in 2023 up almost 18% comparing it to all kind of crazy strategies options related value arbitrage systematic trend I don't even know what some of the stuff is and options was the only thing that got close uh, even going down to tactical allocation did not do anywhere near. And this is the thing. You know, short periods of time, new ideas work. And there will become, I'm not, I'm not closed-minded. There will become a time where something new replaces what's old. 
and becomes better. But typically, what has worked for decades, whether it worked in the last year, two, or three, or not, typically what's worked for the long term is going to be better than any new idea. And these new ideas keep popping up, and they make a great read for financial articles. They make a great topic of discussion when someone wants to change your opinion. But all of that comes with bias and someone having an agenda. We don't do that around here. So whether there's no perfect allocation, okay? There is no way to say, you know, I want to have the perfect diversification strategy. There is not one. You want to know the perfect diversification strategy, it is probably not to diversify. The reason diversification exists is to lower volatility. It is not to increase performance. Now, that's my opinion, and that's my observation, and that's really what happens. If you start taking an asset class like U.S. stocks, looking at their historical performance, and you start adding in, thing, in things, in their things, I still don't think I said it right, <laughs> you start adding in asset classes like international stocks, emerging markets, U.S. bonds, whatever, typically you will see the long-term performance go down. But you will also see the volatility risk, you know, the chances of the, the stuff losing money in the short term, and by how much, you'll see those figures start to go down. So they both go down. Returns go down, volatility goes down. So if you want the perfect, most successful performance allocation, you wouldn't have an allocation at all. You'd probably just be in one asset class, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you understand the negatives and the negatives is our volatility so a lot of retirees will trade long-term performance because they're not going to be spending any more money you know your withdrawal rate in retirement is what it, it is or it be what it be is what i like to say you know, whether you make an eight percent return this year or a 10 or 12 percent next year it, your withdrawal rate unless you're using some kind of strategic withdrawal which most people don't, nice concept, but I don't think it applies very well to the real world. Now, you're going to take your systematic withdrawals. So performance is not going to increase how much you're spending. So most people say, you look, I just want peace of mind. I, want, I don't want to stress out about this. So they want to lower volatility. And there comes in these allocation models. 60-40, uh, 70-30, 50-50, all those things. There are many many nuances to this. There is no one-size-fits-all way to do it. Uh, there is no, and anyone that tells you they have the best idea behind it is lying to you. It is a uh, professional, detailed, um, strategic, if you want to use that term, educated guess. You know, in hindsight, we can say, well, if we'd have done this, we'd have done better. You keep tweaking it. You don't over-tweak it, but you do the best you can to squeeze as much return as possible out of it with the lowest possible volatility. That is what most retirees want, and there is a method to the madness. Now, what do the financial salespeople say? They say, 
uh, well, we have these products. We have these annuity products that will alleviate downside. This is the this is one of the few things in finance that's true. Uh, and, and if you're not breaking the law, that is, there is no having your cake and eating it too. There is no. Elimination of all downside risk in achieving high levels of performance, not consistently. If you're alleviating all downside risk, you're not going to get the performance you should. And if you're going to want to try to achieve the highest long-term performance, then you're going to have to tolerate the ups and downs in the short run. That's just how it works. Anyone that wants to deceive you otherwise... It's just that they're deceiving you. So the 60-40 portfolio turns out it is not dead. And that coming from the Morningstar. Right, I am Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Appreciate you joining in today. Great show lined up for you. Keep it locked in right here on WGNX. Cause inside out is wiggin' and wiggin' and wiggin' and whack. I come stoppin' with something pumpin' to keep you jumpin'. R&B, rappin' bullcrap is what I'm dumpin'. Ain't nothin' sucked about crisscross we all. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into the show. Always, the website's there for you. Need to update the website. Check it out. Maybe check us back later in the year. We'll see what we got going on there. But it is financialcoachingradio.com. Email the show questions, comments, disagreements. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for all about me. What is next up? Next up is Social Security. That's a tough one. Um, What else is out there? There's There's one interesting article. Someone leaving money behind. 
My friend discovered how they had a biological daughter 60 years ago. Since her, her family had a claim on the estate. Uh, apparently, Small Cat went on a pretty big run. Uh, should you get in? Should you get out? That kind of thing. That's the stuff that kind of irritates me. But we're talking about Social Security. And should you claim Social Security or wait and live off your 401k? Let's see what this says. Uh, of course, yes, this mentions tools. There are certainly tools that out there today probably more accessible than ever. So you can determine what the best strategy for maximizing Social Security, excuse me, Social Security benefits. But really what it comes down to in most cases, and it's one of the, it, tell me how long you're going to live, and I will tell you the best Social Security strategy. If you drop dead at age 65, you're going to hope that your wish you claimed at 62. If you live to 110, you probably would have been better off to wait till your full retirement age, but all those factors impact other factors. We do not know how long you're going to live, right? There's no way to know that. So what information do we use in determining whether or not you should take Social Security? Well, here's how I do it. Um, this month, he wants to retire. I don't even know. I want to retire at 55. So we'll draw Social Security. Well, you ain't drawing it at 55. You're drawing it at 62, but nonetheless. Here's, you just take the two scenarios, right? Here's, here's how I would look. Scenario one, uh, how much is my social security how much is my needed income do i still need money for my other retirement plans and you just say well how long is my money going to last that way well how much am i going to pay in taxes that way then you run another scenario well i'm not going to take social security now i'm going to delay it a few years what's that going to do how is that going to impact my retirement assets and how long they last spending at a higher level how much taxes am i going to pay because typically the taxes, Social Security, since it's not taxed in the same way as a 401k withdrawal is, starting Social Security sooner and lowering your retirement plan withdrawals to meet your living expenses will save you taxes. Downside. Well, the downside is if you live past whatever age, you would have been better off to delay Social Security. But we have to factor in, and this is going to get really difficult to articulate on the air. But it's not just simply as simple as, well, I lived longer than I thought, and I wish I would have delayed Social Security. You can't say that that simplistically because you saved money by starting Social Security early in a this imaginatory scenario that it saved you taxes each year. So those taxes you saved you know, were left in your account and they continued to grow. So even though you know, just a black and white one plus one equals two calculation and t removing all other reality factors, yeah, maybe if you lived past a certain age, you would have been better off to delay Social Security. But you can't forget about that you saved money and taxes all those years. So if you started Social Security at 62 and you lived to 85, and that is a time period, at least to the point where you're, you're full retirement, age 62 to 67, you had saved money and taxes. So my point is, let's look at it in real-world terms. If I delay Social Security 
and spend more of my IRA, 401k, Roth IRA, whatever, to live on until I decide to start Social Security, what impact does that have on my assets when I'm 75, 85, 95? What impact does that have on my taxes every year? That is it. You, you run it in real-world situations. And that's why it annoys me to look at these things and to say, well, we're going to run a Social Security calculator, and that's going to tell you when to take it. I don't think we can do that. I don't think that's that's something that, that would be beneficial to you at all. I don't think it would be a real-world example. And I'm probably leaving out other factors I haven't even thought of because that's the world of personal financial planning. We're trying to make a decision today about our future, but we don't have all the information. We don't know what taxes are going to be. We don't know what tax laws are going to change. We don't know the rates of return. Now, we'll get a pretty good idea long-term what the rate of return is going to be, but we don't know precisely what it's going to be. We don't know what inflation is going to be, and if anything <laughs> taught us that inflation is, is not as predictable as we thought it was, it was the last year or so. We don't know these things. You know, we don't know what your health's going to do. We don't know what your your personal situation is. We don't have the. We don't know the future, in other words. So we just look at you know the last 20, 30, 40 years of doing this, and how did it shake out? What's more realistic? Uh, what's more likely to happen? Because here's how the conversation goes, right? If someone comes in, they're looking to retire at 62 years old, wondering if they should start Social Security. And I said, well, what's your family history? Well, everybody, and they said, well, everybody in my family drops dead by the age of 75, or at least that's been the trend. That would pretty much signal that we need to start this thing as sooner rather than later, taxes aside. But even if someone comes in and says, well, everybody in my family lives to be 105. Not no one that's ever lived has ever lived less than 105. Then that would probably signal that we need to look deeper into the age of starting Social Security. I think the trouble is too many people don't factor in the real world. They don't look at reality. They're salespeople. And then too many people try to decide this on their own. And I do not think that is the best process. What do you need to do? Get a second opinion on your investments, your financial plan from an independent, fee-only certified financial planner. That's it. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Going to take our next break. Keep it locked in. We love having you here. See you on the flip side. have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner 
at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonqualscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Back to the show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner. No books to sell, no live event tickets, no children taking over my show. Not anytime soon. We'll leave that to the other guys. Certainly not pushing any financial products. We believe in a more comprehensive, individualized approach than some one-size-fits-all. Everybody do the same thing plan works for debt but does not work for everything in regards to personal finance uh have you guys seen the movies that have came out it's really in the last year you know, about all of the reddit and the um wall street bets and GameStop and bed bath and beyond and all that stuff if you've seen any of that i, I would encourage you to check out those movies and, and offhand i can't think of the newest one that just came out about the GameStop stuff. If you don't remember, I think it was back in 2020, 2021, a lot of individual and day traders, if you will, that were on the internet following these message boards about what to invest. They were able to drive up the price of a lot of stocks and even Dogecoin, which is a cryptocurrency, drive up the price of GameStop uh, and do what's called a short squeeze to a lot of billionaire hedge fund guys. Um, I, I don't know what the percentage of people who actually made money and got out at some point, but these guys were just steadfast in driving up the price of this stock. Uh, and they basically played a, a terrible trick on the guys who usually manipulate that are the puppet masters with the, with trading. And that's the billionaire hedge fund guys. But they actually, at least for a short period of time, uh, we're the bigger beast. We're the bigger bull. But it is a very... Well, the reason I say, one, they're pretty entertaining. Uh, can get confusing at times. But if you want to learn how... Um, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff works with trading. And the latest movie... And I'll try to get the title for you in a second. The latest movie does a very good job of articulating the fact that if you're trading if you're trading uh, as an everyday individual you know it, it, it's going to take more luck than skill to get a leg up on these guys because one they're front running a lot of the trades they're the ones that have the systems behind the trades and if you get a little too lucky they may sh- you know that's it's unfair you know I, I don't think the system is rigged per se as traditional and diversified investing goes uh, because we're not trying to trade and hit quick returns but I think the system is rigged if you're trying to be a trader Uh, it doesn't mean you can't have success it's just how long are you going to have that success and 
you, know, you got to stick to the basics, I think, if you're going to do that. And I don't think you're, there's no, it's not a get, you may get lucky and hit, and hit these these crazy hits. You know, your publisher's clearinghouse may show up at your door as well. Um, but if you're going to have any, it's, it's like gambling, right? There are professional gamblers. They have learned a system to give themselves a little bit of an advantage. And as long as they play that system long term and don't stray from it too much, they'll squeak out a profit. And that profit, you know, may be more than what they would have have earned in a typical job. And I don't think trading is any different than that. It's just realizing that you're already, you're, you're starting behind, right? Uh, it's not an equal face-off. It's not an equal matchup. Uh, you could need to look at it like if you were investing a thousand dollars, you're really uh, starting. The person you're 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 playing against is only investing 800 and or or more I should say 1200 they're ahead of you and that's always going to be the case and it really goes back even farther it really the 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 news that this was happening goes back to probably a decade uh, when a lot of the high frequency trading and all the systems are put in place to track to trade in milliseconds and trade on, on 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 what the internet says and all this stuff do it quickly faster than ever uh, to realize that these firms weren't playing fair uh, and and that the GameStop stuff really really um, proved that but it's an entertaining <laughs> I'm sure they're still out there still they're still trying to make money. Um, but you're playing. It's like you're the you're the high school kid. You're the the t-ball player, and you're playing against major league. Um, is there not a few t-ball players out there? T-ball would be a great, a, a terrible example. Is there not like a, a ninth, tenth, eleventh grader that's just a freak and going to get lucky and can beat a professional athlete? Yeah, they're out there, but it's not very often that's going to happen, right? So keep that in mind. What's well, if you have your core wealth? your core wealth, which you're trying to achieve a goal with, retirement, college funding, let's not risk it to some uh, gambling strategy. Uh, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Keep it locked in. Be back right after this, and I will close out the show. Appreciate you listening today and every day. much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free certified financial planner Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tuthero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. 
Tellerow Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Right here on WGNS, it is Financial Coaching Radio. Financial Coaching Radio, online, anytime, financialcoachingradio.com. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. If you don't know how advisors are compensated and how that directly impacts the quality of the advice you receive, you need to brush up on that knowledge. Most advisors, and they hate it when I say this, they're salespeople. They're trying to gather assets, sell financial products, trying to make money off you. And look, it's, 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 I'm all about capitalism. Uh, but let's be transparent about it. Let's be honest about it. Let's not overcharge. Um, let's, let's really dig into what quality advice is. And sometimes a person with a conflict of interest, like a commission on annuity products or whatever, is not going to serve your best interest. So get a second opinion from an independent fee-only Certified Financial Planner, Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. I'm out of here for today. Appreciate you listening. Keep it locked in to WGNS. There is more local talk.